This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. In part one of this mini-series, I talked about the common perceptions of Generation Y as coddled, spoiled, demanding, and even lazy. Unfortunately for many in Gen Y, it's an uphill battle to overcome these stereotypes and earn the respect that they deserve at work. Although today's podcast is talking directly to Gen Y, I think it's also important for managers to understand how to recruit and manage Gen Y. I'll cover that in another podcast, but today's sponsor is Audible, and you can listen to a book called Not Everyone Gets a Trophy by Bruce Tolgan. He argues that you need to understand the needs the job can satisfy for a potential Gen Y employee. He states that those needs are so beyond the imagination of most bosses, so he explains how they affect the job decisions of this generation. I love learning from audiobooks, and if you want to listen to that book, too, or any of the over 100,000 titles, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals, Audible is offering a free trial and a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. Oh, and just a quick reminder, my new book, Smart Talk, is also available from Audible. Dear Gen Y, you are a talented bunch. You know more about technology than any other generation before you. You're well-rounded, confident, and you know what you want out of life. You have the ability to change the perceptions or misconceptions about your generation in the workplace. Today, nine tips for making a strong impression and proving your value. From your very first day, make a great impression. Research shows that it takes anywhere from 3 to 30 seconds to make a first impression. That's not long. Your posture, your facial expressions, handshake, and clothing are all evaluated in that short time. Be charming and humble by practicing and delivering thoughtful introductions. Use proper posture when sitting or standing, smile naturally, shake hands firmly, and show that you're listening and paying attention to details. Ask your coworkers about their experience, their hobbies, family, and areas of common interest. I'm not saying you need to socialize all day long at work and you don't have to be friends outside the office, but the best way to have someone respect and like you is to respect and genuinely like them first. A commonly overlooked and highly effective way to do that is to work to discover things you really do like and respect about each other and that requires some proactive socialization. I discuss how to do this in much more detail in my new book, Smart Talk. Generation Y is perceived as being tied to their parents and dependent on them, even in adulthood. Your parents may want to be involved in your career, but set boundaries with them. Fill them in on what you're doing, but don't bring them to orientation. Don't let them call your manager for any reason. Tell them you'll answer their texts after work. It may be fine to bring your family in one day for lunch, but wait until you've been there a while and have had a chance to make an impression on your own. Tip 4. Interact with your boss, colleagues, and customers face-to-face. This is especially important when beginning a new job or when handling any sort of disagreement. Sometimes it seems like in-person conversations are a lost art, but they're an important part of building respect and making sure what you're saying isn't misinterpreted. There's a time and a place for email, texting, and other electronic communication. But if what you need to say is important, then say it in person, if possible. 
If you work from home and can't meet in person, video conferencing can be the next best thing. Tip five is prove your worth by delivering results fast. This can be intimidating when you're brand new, but delivering good results will get you noticed. Study your environment, learn the technical aspects of your job, find projects, and ask to get involved. Let your manager know you're eager to get started. It takes hard work to make yourself unique and indispensable. Results count more than experience. And research shows that early positive results will go a long way to paving the road to success. One word of caution. If you don't know what you're doing, don't just guess or make bold assumptions. Check in regularly to make sure you're on the right path. Your goal is to produce results that make your company successful, not to make extra work for your team because of rookie mistakes. It's important to ask for help when needed and to meet regularly with your manager, and you may even want to find a mentor. Approach a respected professional and ask them to help you navigate the business and be your advocate. Mentors and sponsors who already have established power can provide guidance and pave the way for you. Many companies have a formal mentorship program, but if yours doesn't, just ask your manager to help you find a mentor or find someone you look up to and feel you have a connection with. My colleague, Steve Robbins, he's the get it done guy. He has a great episode on choosing a mentor. Tip seven, be diplomatic. Focus on the positive, even when expressing disagreement. Be open to other points of view and remain relaxed and calm. Your coworkers may be expecting you to be arrogant or disrespectful. Again, those are the typical Gen Y stereotypes. So be respectful and positive, and that will go a long way to change that perception. Tip eight, eliminate disfluencies. Disfluencies are any words that interrupt the flow of our message or distract our listener. The most popular disfluencies in American speech are like, um, uh, you know, whatever, and so forth. They all take away from your professional demeanor and may cause your audience to tune out. Oh, and a while back, I wrote an episode on how to get rid of disfluencies. Finally, tip number nine, take responsibility for your actions. Always take responsibility for your actions. If you make a mistake, let your manager know so that you can work out a solution. Don't point fingers or try to share blame. And be sure to explain what you've done to make sure it doesn't happen again. You may be listening to this and thinking, "Uh uh-oh, it's too late. But it isn't. Improving your image takes some work, but it can be done. Recovering from negative impressions takes one and a half to two times longer than creating a positive first impression. And it takes a consistent demonstration of all of these tips and more. It may require a fundamental shift in your attitude, as well as someone advocating on your behalf. Of course, it can be done, but it does take effort and understanding of a wide range of communication skills and techniques. It's the reason why I wrote the book Smart Talk, to help professionals in any field recover from communication challenges, or create positive impressions. Often, we don't know what we don't know until we run into hot water. If you're up for a challenge, consider taking the Smart Talk Challenge. Visit smarttalksuccess.com for details. Complete the challenge, and you just might win yourself an Apple iPad Mini. That's smarttalksuccess.com for details. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker passionate about communication, your success is my business.
Don't forget our sponsor, Audible.com. I love to learn while doing other tasks. Plus, it's fun to listen to books. For a free book of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. Finally, I'd like to ask for your help. I need some feedback. The first draft of the book trailer is available at smarttalksuccess.com. In the trailer, you'll meet Anna and Tom. I'd love your feedback, and I'd also love to hear your ideas. If you've got suggestions for improvement, or you've got a Smart Talk conversation you'd like to hear between Anna and Tom, please write to let us know. I promise to feature the best suggestions and give you credit. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.